Welcome everybody to the purest FPL show on the planet, hosted by El Pistolero and Kun Aguero. You get me, aka Sergio Aguero and Luis Suarez, the purest to ever do it. Purest ever of greatest, one, two of the greatest FPL strikers to have done it. Have yeah. to shout them out. Yep, yep, yep. And you know, shout was out. Was a no-brainer to get this guy. Was a no-brainer to get Aguero and Luis Suarez in your FPL squad. Just that's why. And with everything happening, and Aguero, Man City announcing Aguero is not moving on with them in their future plans. I had to just give the shout out quickly. Yeah, I feel you. Hundred percent. I plan to captain Aguero game week thirty eight if everything is going well with my team. But we'll see how. Just to you say see goodbye. You'll yeah? you see how it goes. But just to say goodbye. I'll plan. I think I'll captain Aguero in my team game week thirty eight. This reminds me of something funny, but I'm not going to talk about it now. Let's just get on. I'll talk about it later. It reminds me of something funny that happened last season. But yeah, it's calm. I'll talk about it later in the show. Meanwhile, all right. We, have to do a little retrospective like we always do. A lot it's like real <laughs> real retro. It's been like a yeah. long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, very retro. This is old school we're looking back into now. Last game week we saw West Hampton on Arsenal, which was Goals Galore London edition. As a not London enthusiast you have any thoughts about that game that you want to share? Uh, it was the game of, I mean, three three <laughs> or four quarters, I guess. Exactly. Uh, it was more like a yeah. basketball game. Yeah, exactly. Because the first, first 25 minutes, West Ham were busting it. I think with the last 25, Arsenal came back into it. And Arsenal continued in, this, in the next, I guess... 20-25 minutes of the second half. And then West Ham yeah. got... They got looks at goal. Antonio very unlucky. They got chances at there. I think Arsenal finished it off stronger. But yeah, it was a weird game. It was a very weird week, obviously. Only four games. But I mean, I think a draw was a fair result for both teams because at points in the game, they just were not good enough to have won the game. West Ham started well exactly. out of the blocks. Arsenal recovered... Arsenal recover quickly and you know, but yeah, it's that's what it is. Not too much to say about it, nothing surprising. Yeah, yeah. West Ham still pushing on for the top four, they're still in there for the fights. Arsenal still, you know, mediocre season, keeping it. Yeah, going. okay. We also saw Brighton finally level up to their XG. Oh, god, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about this one? Because, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it was it was nice to see. 
Dunk get the clean sheet. Veltman gets the clean sheet and the assist. Trossard, Leandro Trossard doing his thing. And Neomope of, of, of all people. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to Rigos. It just reminded yeah. me of the last time he, his name was mentioned on this podcast. Shout out to Leonard. Because that's his guy. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, from day one, every every episode yeah. he mentions Mope. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was nice to see Brighton do. And there was so much talk about Brighton going into the game week. You know, everyone was hoping, backing them yes. with that. Exactly. Uh, people talking about double defense, and it paid off. So, and you know, Brighton has always disappointed with their expected goals, but this time they actually tested. So that was something yeah, good. Yeah. Good to see in the game week. And yeah, I think. That was just that just put them in the front foot with the relegation battle, and I think they are fair, fair, fairly safe. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, okay, moving on to our who were your who took the biggest W's and biggest L's for you? Because I don't know. Let's say yours first, then I'll say mine. Because <laughs> it think, might be different. Yeah, yeah we agree. It might be different. Yeah. Yeah, my biggest my biggest W will have to be Jesse Lingard. Obviously, it was against Arsenal and it was not nice to see him pop in with the goal and the assist. But he was someone that everyone was talking about. He was someone I almost got last minute, but I didn't want to just get minus eight because I think the episode before that, I said there's no point of, you know, getting minus. But, I mean, I guess I was wrong. I should have. It was someone that everyone was talking yeah. about getting. And, again, I think 600,000 600, transfers in. And getting twelve points, that's that's as big as they come. And I feel like yeah, he paid off. He paid all the people that jumped on him and people that already had him in a very, very sparse game week. So yeah, that's why he yeah. has my best W. My biggest W will go to none other than Leandro Trossard. <laughs> baller, big time baller, Belgian. He's the new hazard. It's what everybody's saying in Belgium. I don't know about that. And in, <laughs> in Genk and in Ghent, in the streets of Genk and Ghent. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't this think... This guy is the chosen one. And to be honest, Hazard's time at Madrid has dropped the standard, but that's not what we're talking about here. Talking about Leandro Trossard, my biggest W of the week, 14 points, the spark of quality in that Brighton side. He takes care of business when he, he 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 also scored some international brilliant international goals. I don't know if you know about those. Yeah, against, yeah, he scored uh, two. Yes, Gibraltar or yeah. something like that. I don't know. No, it wasn't Gibraltar. It was, <laughs> um, <laughs> what is it? I mean, I any team that anything that scores collects yeah. eight will probably be Gibraltar as well in qualifiers. That's why I just thought. But yeah, I don't think so. I think it was Belarus. <laughs> was Belarus? Who who was your dub biggest? Who, who took the biggest L for you? For a second time in as many game weeks, I have to give it to none other than Gary Bale again. He was my biggest uh was my biggest L last last week because he got slobbed, played you know probably what we call yeah. trash in the game. This yeah. this time. He didn't even get to play trash. And he, for some reason, he fooled managers, including myself. And that's why I took it personally to put him in the biggest L. 600,000 managers still bought him after the catastrophe. And I was one of them. And he didn't yeah. even get to play. 
So that's as big as it come, and that was the biggest L. Like I couldn't even take it. Like soon as he didn't come, I was like, there's no one else. I was like, there's no one else that's gonna take my biggest W. And I had to be Gary Bale. He didn't. He got six hundred. Just look at Lingard. Got twelve points. Almost the same amount of transfers in. Bale didn't even feature much. Bad zero. And why it's so much zero is the zero is because it's a game week where people didn't have subs. So Garibald had not played in the normal game week. Your subs would probably come on and maybe had points on your bench. But the fact that his zero was not a zero that could be subbed off hurt more. So yeah, biggest biggest L yeah. for me. Biggest L for me, human son. Terrible. <laughs> he had don't even give it I as in don't don't make me hopeful. And don't don't no don't 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 be injured and then not be injured and then keep some whispers in the FPL community about how you might still play and you might still come then not play at all. No, my my biggest L, human son, because I had serious hope that oh yeah, even though I wasn't really counting on Bale to deliver because of how he had been moving, I thought yeah. that son was going to come up with goods and he didn't even come out from injury. And I don't even know how healthy he is as we speak. So biggest L for me, human son. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I agree with you. It's not him per se. It's his. It's the the internet, so to speak. But I mean, yeah, yeah but yeah, I, I get you. So yeah, he is also another zero that could not be replaced by anyone because of the nature of the game week. So yeah, I mean, human son. I'm I'm sure this is the last time we'll be there in the L's. Okay. All right, moving forward now. Looking forward into the game week, the game week that is starting on Saturday lunchtime. How, do you have any uncut gems? Do you have any prospects? Oh, I mean, you know, that's under the radar right now. Yeah, I'm always digging. You know, always trying to find mm-hmm. something, find something for myself mm-hmm. and for the people yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And right now, um. Uh, I was, you know, international, I was watching Portugal and stuff, and I think Pedro Neto is okay. one that I would keep an eye on because everything just, I think everything's blending in quite nicely for him because he had a decent, I think the second game they played was the, he had an assist, and he has played, he yeah. played, he didn't start both games, or he played well, but we're not talking about international, we're talking about Wolves, and Wolves have yeah. dangerously good-looking fixtures. They have... <clears throat> They have a West Ham in 30, which is as that's the toughest game I think they have. But in 31, they have Fulham, 32, Sheffield, 33, Burnley, 34, West Brom. I don't think that's as good as he will come. And he's the most at his yeah. best, he's the best attacking outlet for them. And his fixtures, like I already said, are great. He already has five goals and seven assists this season. He costs 5.7 and he's under yeah. 7% ownership. So that's as differential as he comes. That's someone I'm looking at. Probably I can probably can't get him this game because of the nature of my squad, but I think he will be All making right. an appearance yeah. soon in my team. Second person, uh, I'm not as <laughs> I don't I'm not going to talk. I know I mean I I think I have a feeling about him, and people are going yeah. to are going to take it with a grain of salt or a pinch of salt. It's not another yeah. brand. Kai Havertz. <laughs> yes, Kai Havertz, Chelsea. Wow. Yes, That's Chelsea. Cool. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Exactly. No one is looking at Chelsea. Next game, that's why it's so don't, bold. don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, Chelsea have uh, good looking fixtures, like I said as well. They have West Brom, Crystal yeah. Palace, and Brighton to come. 
we're not looking at their, um, their attack, we're looking at defense, but that's the reason why I'm looking at because no one else is looking there. His last two yeah. matches for Chelsea, he has played as a number nine, not as a false nine, as a number nine with Biani. He cost 8.2. That's, I mean, the price is not great, but with the kind of money that we have, the funds that are, are laying around, we can all, we can yeah. easily get our habits. And he's in under 3% of teams in the game. That's his ownership. I think yeah. I think he's someone you can punt on and see how it goes. And but for me yeah, that's yeah. an uncut gem and someone I'm going to be looking at closely. All right. Me about uh my own uncut gems, I'll keep it very short and sweet. You're <laughs> got a wonderful international player, former Wolves guy. I think you just talked about Wolves. Wolves and Portugal, Wolves yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. International star and the only spark in that Liverpool flame, that that Liverpool ex- extinguished flame that we are currently witnessing. So I feel like if anything is going to happen, it's this guy, Diego Jota, for for Liverpool can do all the things that Mane has not been able to do all season, and can help Salah as well, can help. Um, Liverpool generally to find goals and find because he knows how to slip into those pockets and because he plays more of a free role he can't just do the the nasty business for them either a goal or an assist so that's my uncut gem for now and I think that managers are going to hop on him very soon Diego Jota for me uncut gem and my second one short sweet Arsenal Gunner Odegaard he just looks good he's just my he just looks good just my eyes my eye test he passes the eye test for me personally I feel like yeah Martin Martin is that, is that his first name I, I don't I know Martin uh, yeah, yeah I think Martin Odegaard yeah, yeah. Uh, he, can I just he, talk, he, say he, two he, things yeah, about the guys I mean him. the two like real quick about Jota definitely yeah. someone <laughs> I, was, I was looking at he has the fixtures yeah, he, he was not part of the the rot when Liverpool. So you know he's fresh. He's not part of the yes. whole thing. So he's someone yes. that can spark, like you said. And with Martin Odegaard, I've looked at him. I feel like he's good on the eye and everything. But he looks like the guy that will assist the assister. The assist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So but he's really good. And if he's if he gets more this thing, he's someone definitely that you should be looking at. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, so we agree on that. So what transfers okay. are we are we looking at this week? What are the players are we are we looking to bring in for game week thirty and beyond? Personally, I, I okay. Uh, I I want to say, I want to say this before you even get a chance to talk because I feel like you're going to say something about the guy. Only Watkins. <laughs> Hold if you have him. Keep him if you have him. <laughs> Keep him if you have him. Do not uh, just one more game. Just give him one more game. I feel like just this game, Fulham is at home, and I feel like he can hurt that Fulham defense if he gets a chance and if Block is on the side. Hold Oli Watkins is my transfers out would be if you still have him. Sell him. Rashford. What? <laughs> oh, Rashford. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, thought you said what kids. I'm like, you're confusing me. But okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no I don't no, think, no, no. Yeah, 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 Rashford. That's my transfer out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So proceed. Talk about Oli Watkins, please. I want to hear. Oli Watkins is actually in my transfers out. Is is no? It's not. It's not. <laughs> I do not like him. I've given him enough nicknames and all that stuff, but like I don't. I don't yeah. like Oli Watkins. I don't like Oli yeah, Watkins. You had, I think you had high hopes for him. I remember. Yeah, and I think and, I, and he has let me down. So I think it's time to go. Mm. His fixtures are turning after the Fulham game. And Fulham is fighting relegation, so it's not as easy as it looks on paper. It's not going to be easy. I know. Yeah, so I I don't know. For me, all the workings, if you have him, I guess you can keep him for one more week. But I'm, nah, no, transfer him out, man. Just transfer him out. I would stick my neck out and just say done with yeah. all the workings. Uh, okay. for my transfers in very very boring transfers, but steady in the ship kind of transfers. Edward Mendy, yeah. fourteen clean sheets this season. He has not played all games because obviously Kepa started this season. His his fixtures yeah. are looking good like we already spoke about Kai Havertz same fixtures he's a good shot stopper he's just assured and you know the way Chelsea and Tugel are going they're going to keep more clean sheets so just put someone in goal especially people are looking for someone they want to replace Martinez because of the fixtures turning I think Edward Mendy is someone you should look at Uh, speaking of looking at you should look at Luke Shaw Luke Shaw has been a revelation this season very attacking, yeah. the great chance creator. He has decent fixtures. They're not great fixtures, but they're fixtures you know, man, you will attack in. And look sure, I think can and will do it. Uh, those are left the, side. Yeah, those are the two guys I think bring because and they can easily keep a clean sheet for game week thirty games. They host Brighton and Chelsea host yeah. West Brom. So those are two. Listen, the other transfer out I was going to tag team with Oli Watkins, Gary Bill, biggest L. His purple patch, <laughs> I think, has dried up, and he's—I think—he made some comments over the international talking about making playing for. Yeah, he's done out here. Yeah, he's playing for. He, he's playing to get back to Madrid and hoping that he's yeah, wondering why. Not good to... Yeah, Mourinho might not take those comments lightly. So it's someone that I feel like is just heading down, 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 and you should just get rid of him. Nine point six is too much, and yeah, Gary Bale's time is uh is up. If you ask me, it's up. Yeah, it is. It is. My own transfers in will be first of all none other than KDB, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. If you have eleven point nine, yes, yes. If you yes, if you do have it because of the money that is moving through the markets these days, FPL money. I'm thinking KDB. Depending on how your team set up, depending on how your team is set up. If you have Gundogan and you want to pair them up in the midfield, it's it's fine. I mean, depending on how your team is set up. If you have, if you want to replace Gundogan with KDB, that's also good. Just depends on your Man City assets and how you want to move forward for the final games coming. But I think KDB, it's time to check your bank, do what you have to do, run your two accounts like Kevin had said. <laughs> call your call your man call your manager let them move some money around get KDB in straight up second one Jay Links Jay Links at this point goes without saying he because... is firing on all yes all all cylinders your biggest W as well I feel like it's time to get Jay Links and he is if anything the purple patch master so when yep. he starts he, yeah he do he, he does not stop. And I feel like on form, confidence, everything going his way, he is a no-brainer for West Ham. 
for the rest of the season. So another transfer in Jay Z. Um, I almost said <laughs> Jesse Lee. I don't think anyone can afford Jay Z. It's the rock. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we can afford Jay Z, but uh, yeah, definitely Not Jesse yet. Lingard. Uh, I, I think I, I second that. I definitely will because his fixtures look good. His yeah. purple patch, yeah. and yeah, West Ham. I think, uh, I think West Ham. I wanted to save this, but I was going to save it for uh, the bonus points. Your but bonus yeah, points? I'll just oh. yeah, <laughs> we could just transition straight into bonus points, and this is a bonus yes, point. Yes, 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 yes. Nice yes. uh, great, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I'm going to say with Jesse Lingard and West Ham, target people that have something to play for with the final stretch, the mm, home stretch, mm, the mm, business mm. end. That's a very strong bonus point. Yeah, so One West Ham. A... <laughs> thank you, thank you. West Ham yeah. have something to play for, even if not the top four, they're still going to try to hang on to Europe, European place. And yeah. West Ham have something to play for. So target teams that have things to play for, I think at some points we're going to start offloading our Man City guys but Man City just they just want to be assured of the title so people like Spurs, Manu, Leicester and down the bottom too you can start looking at teams that you know they are fighting for something and they are not quote-unquote on the beach so yeah target teams that have things to play mm-hmm. for. Yes strong bonus point. Yes in these times I feel like everyone should keep a good bench because with how Man City are going to be lining up, and with Pep Roulette, you don't know who's going to start. You don't know who's going to get the boot. And how Pep does it, most of the time, when you're on the bench and you don't start, he's fond of leaving you on the bench to rot. It's not like yep. your player is going to come in. Most of the time, that player is not making an appearance. So keep a good bench in these times because of rotation, because of um the um blank because there'll be slight yeah. blank when in 33 um exactly in 33 when the two finalists play and the two other teams Fulham and Southampton I believe would have a rest yeah. as well so if you have all those assets assets from those teams it would be good for you to have a good bench that would replace them so that's my bonus point. Basically, keep a good bench for the last stretch. Yeah, uh, definitely, like you said. And my for the final mm-hmm. one, I would say it's okay to leave money in your bank, like okay, <laughs> with transferring. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that. Yes, me too. Two weeks. <laughs> last game. Yeah, me too. Because. <laughs> My second bonus points are usually not to self, like I always say. So it's okay to leave money mm-hmm. in your bank. And I say that because this uh going into uh this gimmick, I was selling Salah and I could have easily gotten Jesse Lingard, but just because Jesse Lingard cost like six million and I was going to have over eight million on my bank, it did, the transfer didn't just sit right. And yes. just I just didn't feel like leaving that much that much money in my bank. So I was like, you know what, I'll go for the one that's closer. I went for Gary Bale and we all know what happened. Just Linga scored 12 and Bill yeah. scored zero. So that's one thing I said. It's okay to leave money in your bank. Look at the player they're getting, not the, the price tag or anything. Just look at the player. And obviously, just Linga was a better shout than where Bill. But, you know, I just want, didn't want to leave 8 point something million in my bank. I feel like I needed to use it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's okay to leave money in your bank when you're 
reshuffling your premiums and stuff like that. So that's the bonus point number three. Nice. Nice. Um, so moving on to our captain picks for this game week. Who do you have in mind? Who are you trusting with the armband? And do you Nobody. have any differential captains <laughs> in mind? Nobody? Right now, I don't know who. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, I don't know who. I'm, I, yeah. I have, I, I'm lucky to own Kane, Bamford, and Bruno, and I'm still trying to figure out who is best. Because Kane, yeah. Kane is playing, I think Kane is playing right now for England as we're talking. And he has played two internationals back-to-back. And I don't want him leggy. He's playing against Newcastle. That's a very good fixture. Bamford has had his rest. Yes. Playing against the worst team in Premier League, Sheffield. And Bruno is playing home against Brighton. And I think Brighton has gotten their green by winning Newcastle. Now they're going to go back to basics and just have a wolf of um, performance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think true. Bruno has decent has decent returns against Brighton, if I'm not correct. Bruno scored Brighton after the game has ended. So that's show you how much... <laughs> yeah, how that's how. That's how much. That's how much he, he, he scores them, and so, sure. so yeah, that's how much it's sure for him to score against. Yeah, like they blew the finals, but Bruno still came back and scored the penalty. Uh, so yeah, right now, fair. I think I'm sticking to Kane, but all oh, they are all good, good options. Uh, yeah. Do you have? Uh, what are you thinking about you? Do you have any different? I was thinking. Or? Yeah, I have. My my main captain picks will have to be between Kevin De Bruyne and Rafinha. Because oh. they play Rafinha plays the worst team in the in the league. And from some stats that I would have to give credit to Mark Sodans for <laughs> they they concede the most Double-digit halls. Wow. Yes, when they are playing away. When they are playing away, they have considered the most double-digit halls away from home. And guess what? They are playing away to Leeds. If anybody is going to go crazy and hit a hall, it's going to be Leeds. If anybody is going to go crazy and go on a route against Sheffield, it's still going to be Leeds. So my mind is really on Rafinha. K- KDB, I don't have to say much about KDB. For obvious reasons, he's my second pick. So, Rafinha, KDB. Do you have any differential captains in mind? I mean, he, he, does, he doesn't sound like a differential because of his ownership, but I think a lot of people will shy away from him. I think it's human son, if he's fit, if he's declared fit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he, he, I don't know. He, he gets the extra points and the clean sheet points, and I don't think Newcastle scores. So those those little things are things that might tick tick for you when you're captaining someone, because obviously those points are going to get doubled. For Son, I think yeah. Yeah, he's a differential. Once you just if you can find out if he's fit and stuff, he's someone that can can easily rise you up your ranks if you're looking at someone different. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think I was going to talk about Rafinha as a differential, but he's your main captain. So uh, yeah. Rafinha looks very good. Like and you, I think I just I back up everything you just said about it. Like Sheffield give away points for for breakfast, and yeah. exactly. 
who else but leads to you know collect those points because of how how they how they play. And Rafinha, Rafinha looks solid. He's someone that passes the eye test and also a good FPL player. Like he plays so well. So I mean, I back Rafinha. But currently, my captain okay. is on Kane. But you know, we still have three days to go. And it could change. Yeah, things could change and stuff could happen. Yeah. yeah. My differential captains would have to be um, back to Leeds again, or still Leeds, <laughs> but this time Stuart Dallas. Stuart Dallas. But I advise everybody to <laughs> not to, <laughs> to to take this as a differential captain. Is a very is a wide differential captain. But I'm saying Stuart Dallas because he's playing in a very nice position. He's playing forward. He's playing in midfield against a team like Sheffield United. If anybody gets arrives late to the box, it's Stuart Dallas. If anybody that if anybody's going to hurt leads, apart from the obvious picks of Rafinha and Patrick Bamford, third person for me has to be Stuart Dallas. Then he has the bonus. So take it as a bonus, the clean sheet. But for attacking returns, I think Stuart Dallas can come through as a differential captain. <laughs> then, yeah, in, emphasis on differential. Year, yes, emphasis on differential. Then this year, Dominica will be overlooked, overbooked, and tossed <laughs> aside. But I feel like he can do, he can definitely hurt um, Crystal Palace. He can hurt that yeah. Crystal Palace defense. Yeah. If he just has a good game, all he needs to do is just show up and have a good game. He's hurting that team. Differential still, because I'm not sure about his form and how he has been playing and how Everton has been playing generally. So, he's my second differential captain. Okay, I hear you. Uh, That's fine and good. I mean, Mitrovic scored five goals in the international games in three matches. So, I guess we'll throw him in there. No, <laughs> you don't throw him in there. I'm not, throwing, not I'm, I'm not throwing him in there. That was a joke. But yeah, shout out to me, yeah. for backing all those goals for his team. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's basically game week thirty cover because oh, a lot of people, are, I think, are staying put with their teams or you know trying to observe stuff before the wild card in thirty one because that's a big yeah. game week for the wild card. So yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, is there anything else or? Yeah, I think we're good. We've covered most. We've covered everything. We set out yeah. to this game. Yeah, can I, can I just say something to just add to yeah. FPL managers, just for you know, because you know we need. Well, there's a lot of tinkering, a lot of stuff that goes on when you're playing exactly. FPL. Once you get to like your final, when you set your team, I would just say, you know, adopt the serenity prayer. And you know, God grant me serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. Yes, <laughs> the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Because uh-huh. yeah, we love there's a lot of thinking that goes, Oh, I could have done that. No, once you set your team, you say the serenity prayer and that's it. And we go and you, you go move. in and get the points, you move on. So yeah, serenity prayer, adopt the serenity prayer is how I'm going to end this episode <laughs> today. Yeah. Very, very spiritual. I love it. Yeah, let's go. So uh-huh. uh Everyone, good luck. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. It's nothing Subscribe, else. Like, follow. You know, the, the, you know everything you need to do. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. and uh, thanks for listening. And 
don't be shy to say your your picks help me because you know exactly just yeah <laughs> give us a shout when it comes true yep 100% wish everybody green arrows and it's a wrap Play, play.